everybody to the Hollywood Video Guys podcast. Today I am joined by your co-host Don and Randy. Say hi guys. Hi guys. Hello everyone. And for this episode, it's very apropos that we are also joined by Legion Gaming's own Matt or Deuce as we are known here. I'm Deucey on there, but thanks for having me back again, guys. I always forget. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yes, like I said, the reason it is really important that we have both Don and Deuce from Legion Gaming on here today is because this episode is going to be all about video game movies. So that is movies that are based off of video games. And we'll kind of clarify what that means a little later, but just so everybody knows, that's the movies that are based on video games. (laughs) Um, Before we start any of that, though, well, let's talk about what we've been watching. So, dude, with Deuce first, since you're our guest. All right. Uh, I haven't been watching too many movies uh, lately, but I did see, I know definitely since the last time I saw you guys was, oh, shoot, Leave the World Behind on Netflix. Oh, uh, what is that? It's the one with Ethan Hawke, Julia Roberts, uh, Mahershala Ali. Oh, I remember seeing the previews. And I was like, this movie looks crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a nice... A thriller or you know suspenseful it's not horror or anything like that but it's very it can be scary there's some sort of possibly an attack going on on america and they just don't know what's going on because they were on a little vacation and immediately like phones and news outlets and the tvs have been knocked out so they just have no information uh and it it was really good it uh kind of ends abruptly but it was it was really fun cool and uh then I also saw in theaters, haven't been to the theaters in a while, but we saw uh, the Mean Girls. Um, I don't know what you call it. <laughs> the musical. musical. Yeah, it's a musical. The Broadway musical. We had a whole argument about this on yeah. a previous pod. <laughs> no, it's it's definitely a musical, and it's kind of a, I don't know, reboot or reimagining. Yeah. That's what it is. It's uh, definitely Mean Girls in 2023 times. I know um, they kind of blended both the musical, Broadway musical, with the movie. Yeah, they bring together. in a lot of the songs. And they did a really good job with it. At first, when you're starting out, it seems like they're just using it as a vehicle to, you know, repeat the lines we all remember from 2004. Um, But then they really kind of kick it into their own gear and do their own thing. And yeah, I'm not usually one for musicals. I'm not going to walk out like Dawn. But but I did enjoy this one. It, It wasn't too... Uh, heavy on the musicals. Mm, cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Well, you knew what you were going into. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I, I took those two steps right out. Yeah. <laughs> All righty, Don. What, did, what are you watching? I watched uh, recently Nicolas Cage with another banger for me, uh, Dream Scenario. Oh, I want to see that so yeah, bad. Oh, yeah. It's a pretty interesting movie. Uh, I'd seen the trailer, and it's all about Nicolas Cage, who's like this, you know, he's just a professor, normal guy. And all of a sudden, he starts to realize, as people tell him, that they're dreaming about him. And it's not just like ran, you know, his family or whatever close to him. There's like people all across the world who are just dreaming about Nicolas Cage in this movie for some reason. But then the movie takes a pretty insane twist where later on they start having nightmares of him, like in his dreams. So he's almost they literally name him like Freddy Krueger. So it's already <laughs> it's kind of like a comedy drama thing. Yeah. And uh, the movie then turns into this movie uh, point where no one wants to be around him. They all resent him. They're all like afraid of him to the point where, you know, parents are uncomfortable having him around uh, their school, like recitals and stuff. And his movie just, or excuse me, his life just falls apart from there. It's a really bizarre movie. Uh, it's got, you know, like the reason why they're dreaming is, you know, it's, it's, it's not fully explained in a sense, but you know, they do address it and it kind of ties into an ending movie, but it's worth watching. I almost felt too much 
but there is a hilarious scene that really killed me. I was laughing for like, it must've been like 10 minutes, but he <laughs> encounters a woman who was having uh, sexual dreams about him and their yeah. encounter in reality is a lot different and it's really, it's That's really, so really funny. hilarious. So worth watching. If you're a Nick Cage fan, it's even better. It's one of those movies where I'm like, God, how has that premise never been made before? Why yeah, it's like, really right? bizarre. You're like, how did I not think of that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's really cool though. Yeah. How about you, Randy? Um, I've watched a lot of new things recently, but I've discussed some of them. Uh, so sometimes you just want to put on something that you already know and love. Sure. And the other night I watched two of easily my top 10 movies of the 21st century. And that would be Top Gun Maverick and Whiplash. Oh, wow. Both, both with Miles Teller. Yeah. Uh, if you have not seen Whiplash, it's a movie where he he's a, a freshman in college, conservatory, musical conservatory, the number one musical school in the country. Schaefer. He's a jazz drummer. And he's just obsessed with becoming great. He gets discovered by J.K. Simmons' character, who is this, this real world, uh, or at least renowned among, amongst the country, as like the premier music teacher or jazz teacher. But he has got a serious live wire to him. Like He pushes you so hard. He is so abusive, borderline psychotic. And it's probably J.K. Simmons' greatest role. He won the Oscar for Best Supporting I was about actor. to ask. I oh, thought wow. he won an Oscar. Yeah. yeah. If you have not seen this, do yourself it's, a favor. He's been on my list for years. It's got, one of, it's got one of the best endings to a movie ever. Yeah, it's oh, awesome. The, the climax of that movie is outstanding. And, and then Top yeah. Gun Maverick, what more can you say about it? Yeah. Just an absolutely phenomenal movie. Great action to it. Uh, really good story. You know, a real true... There, there feels like real stakes to this because you're not sure. Like, Maverick could die. <laughs> like the, any one of these people could die on this mission yeah, it, and, and they set it up that someone probably will. So you, you got that going for you. Definitely check those movies out. I also went back and watched one that I hadn't really watched in probably like 20 years or so. I watched RoboCop. Oh yes. I, well, I'm not sure what drove me to it other than that it was on max. And I, I just one of those times where you put on a movie real quick before you second guess yourself, wondering if I had seen this at the time that I actually understood that it was a full satire and everything. And, you know, it's, I liked it more now than I did then, because maybe I didn't quite grasp the, how deep of a satire it is. Yeah, it, it's, it's, uh, really it's, great. it's really cheesy, the really heavy handed with the, the satire. And, you know, if you haven't seen it, do yourself a favor and watch it and form your own opinion. It's and great. then, uh, last but not least, I watched RoboCop, Wait, which what? is the yeah, exactly oh, right. right. Yes, uh, for the first time I watched <laughs> oh, the newer one, the, the new one, one from yeah. twenty fourteen. Joel Kinnaman, yeah, Kinnaman, um, who I like, Joel Kinnaman, a lot. and you know what? It's not awful. Like it's, I I kept having the impression that this was a terrible movie. It's yeah. better than I expected. It, it is too, better than I not, expected. You just can't touch it is RoboCop. Not like the yeah. original. I do because like the, the fact that he moves. A heavy -handed it's, satire. Not a, it's not a satire. This one, <laughs> a little it's bit. Less so. It's a, a little bit. It is, but it's not so beat you over the head with it. Mm. Yeah. And and what it's satiring is a little bit different than what it was in the 1980s version. Um, the the action's pretty cool. This RoboCop can move. moves a little faster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing that I did not like was that you know originally when you first see him, you know he looks awesome. Yeah, and then the black. Uh, suit yeah, and RoboCop. then Michael Keaton's yeah. character decides to you know let's just put it in black like as yeah. if this is Batman or something. Yeah, yeah. that was definitely and a miss. It, and it like, oh, was a big miss. But by the end of the movie, it reverts back. Yeah, yeah, and and it looks a lot better. So uh, if you haven't seen it and you've heard awful things about it, but you like the RoboCop character, I would say at least give it a shot. 
knowing full well that it's not anything like the original. That's what I was going to yeah. say is like, if you go in with, I mean, you're probably going to go in with low expectations anyway, and that's where you should go because it's a <laughs> fine action movie. It's just not a good Robocop movie. Yeah. It's not a good remake. It's, it does everything just fine. And it's, you'll enjoy it for like an hour and a half, two hours or it is. But, uh, you know, kind of a great segue to what we're going to be talking today. When you think about, Robocop. Do you guys remember the Robocop video game? I played the hell of it out of that. Uh, shout out to uh, old friend Vito. We, me, and, me and him played the shit out of that on uh, on Nintendo. What a great game. And that was uh, in that era in the 90s where any action movie was basically turned into a video game. Everything. Yeah. yeah. Any any IP that could be grabbed up yeah. was... Sophie's Choice, the video game. It was not <laughs> quite there. That was all My personal yeah. favorite was my dinner with Andre. Yeah. The video, oh, yeah. It was, it was, it was, uh, tell me more. Yeah. But it, it's true that it was, it was a weird era in the 90s where literally any movie that made money was turned into a video game at some point. And it was sort of cut and paste like the main character was the same almost the same sprite just going left yeah, to right. Yeah. Yeah, it was like they just took whatever game they had lying on the ground yeah. and slapped cliffhanger on it. Um, <laughs> but I think this kind of does bring us into the same era in the, that 90s era of um, movies that were based off of video games. So we were also grew up in that the beginning of that era and we've kind of lived through it through our childhood into our adulthood. We fought through it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we suffered through it, yes. We uh, were luckily kids, and as I have mentioned many times before, kids are dumb. Yeah. yeah. So we did enjoy these movies. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So we decided to go through some through the history of video game movies and kind of highlight some of our favorites, talk about them in small detail, and kind of think about like what video game movies we are, are like now compared to then. And then at the end, we're going to rank them uh, for ourselves, uh, the top, our, our personal top five video game movies of all time. Uh, we'll rank them all at the end. But to start, we're going to go ahead and just start with video game movies in general. What was the first video game movie you guys ever watched? And we'll just go start with Randy. We'll uh, it was the first one that was really made, and that was Super Mario Brothers movie with Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo mm-hmm. and Dennis Hopper playing King Koopa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's probably the first for me too. I, I vividly remember anticipating that and then watching it. And did you see it in theaters? No, I did not see that one in theaters. I, I did see a couple. I, I saw of it in theaters, theaters as well, yeah, and we I also own the VHS. Yeah, yeah. How are you, Deuce? No, actually, uh, my first was probably Mortal Kombat. Nice. I saw that before Mario. I remember seeing the ads for Mario in the Nintendo Powers, and I was like, mm, I don't want to see this. <laughs> <laughs> Even then, you were like, yeah. really? Like, Why is beyond your years? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so that did, like Randy was alluding to, uh, and that was my first one, too, was Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers um, in theaters. I saw it in theaters with my family. Um, and that was the first live-action video game movie if we go back in the 80s there weren't really any video game movies there were movies that were based off of video games which if we're going off of that the last starfighter is the first one that i ever saw of these i saw the last starfighter uh when i was like three or four it was one of my mom's favorite movies so subsequently it was one of mine and that was kind of started in so 82 came out with tron Mm. tron was a movie about a video game mm-hmm. and that kind of started it all so 82 with tron and uh but tron wasn't a real game not yet at least. yeah subsequently they made a bunch of tron games at this yeah. point but it wasn't a game yet um it had a lot of details from games 
And then we go, like I said, we have movies like War Games and The Last Starfighter who are based, again, off of video games, but aren't from any video game IP. They're just about video games. The first real full-length film that had a video game character on it was Super Mario Brothers, but it was not what you guys are thinking. It was an anime from Japan in 1986 called Super Mario Brothers, The Great Mission to Rescue Princess Peach, which is a really long title, but very Japanese. <laughs> um, it's probably short in Japanese characters. Yeah, yeah. and it was it was widely released. It was released in like 100 theaters. It, did, uh, it was heavily marketed. It didn't do very well, but it didn't do terribly, but it was just an anime. And between then and 1993, there were some animes, again, released in Japan, but nothing really big. The first live-action video game movie ever made was Super Mario Brothers, and this was released in 1993. So we talked about this before uh, as our first movies. What do you guys remember of it? I remember as a kid being entertained by it, and later on, like even when I was an older kid thinking oh yeah this is this is just not good <laughs> yeah yeah i it's so i i again i vividly remember seeing it i remember seeing it on the uh, the old black box as we called it back mm-hmm. then it was sort of like pirating movies in the 90s and uh i was i didn't i don't know if i loved it back then is what it is i, I remember it. liking it right yeah. but also i was like every every scene that came up i was like what what is this <laughs> yeah because yeah. You know, I don't remember what I knew John Leguizamo from. I knew Bob Hoskins from Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which was a favorite then is a favorite now. Same. It's also a very underrated actor. Very underrated movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Incredible. And he's a great actor, too. Yeah. Uh, but then there's stuff like, you know, they introduced Yoshi, the Goombas. And I'm like, what is this? And this Yoshi no looks sense. like a raptor from Jurassic Park, which yep. was yeah. like really off-putting as a kid. I was like, this And And Toad's not- in there, and he's like this kind of like punk spiked kid or something mm-hmm. weird. And then it- he turns into a giant Koopa troopa thing like a big old it's something bizarre like this just it's almost like a dystopic movie but it, it is it a dystopic movie. It's, yeah it's mario there's there's nothing vivid about this movie well there's also nothing dystopic about the land in which mario goes to yeah. in the games and i get that like the storyline for the the video game is very shoddy at this point there isn't much mythos there isn't much to go on but it's nothing like what they did <laughs> but That's see the, the thing is, is it's it's a it should be a kids movie where the, the whole objective is like the games get point a to point b rescue the princess and for some reason they added an hour and a half of fluff and like all these you know they tried to like paint more for the characters and like it just didn't make any sense we're, it, it was a mess sorry. were dark themed movies like big well that then? kind of dystopic future movie <laughs> was really big you think of like um total recall and things like that were made around that time and that that kind of what the future is going to look like like an enhanced 80s but everything sucks is like basically yeah. what it is um and so that was pretty popular, but it just, it didn't make sense. I will say Bob Hoskins was good. I liked him as Mario. I thought he was fine. This is my first real memory of John Leguizamo. Yeah. And I they both so. reminded me of Mario and Luigi, at least. Like I thought, okay, that's what, and even the person who played Peach, I can't remember what her name was, but. Um, Daisy. Or Daisy. That's Daisy. right. She wasn't yeah, Peach. She was that's Daisy right. Daisy. Uh, Cause she falls in love with John Leguizamo in that movie. Uh, I thought she was fine uh, in it. It wasn't Elizabeth Shue, was it? I can't remember. No, no I honestly don't remember. Don't remember. Um, she was younger than that. And then Dennis Hopper playing King Koopa was like, mm. But then again, it's like, who would play King Koo? And what would he look like in yeah. this movie? You know, like the way they set it up, it just didn't make sense. So it was maybe doomed to fail in yeah, a lot of everything ways. Everything about just, this movie was kind of a swing and a miss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it it, it only made $8.5 million at the box office. Or Sorry, it's opening weekend. And my favorite part of this is, here are the movies that it ranked behind at its opening weekend. Cliffhanger. Makes sense. Cliffhanger was Sylvester a big, Stallone. Huge, yeah. huge action movie at that time, right? It makes sense. Uh, made in America, which I don't really remember at all. And Dave... 
which I also don't really remember was at all. Made in America, the Ted Danson movie? Yeah. With Whippy Goldberg? Yep, that's yeah. exactly what it was. <laughs> and then Dave was the one about the president with, uh, I don't remember who the main character was in that one, but it's terrible too. It ranked behind all four of those in its opening weekend. Uh, like I said, the film was criticized for its plot, its tone, and even its visual effects were kind of like lambasted in a lot of ways. There's some, the Super Mario boots <laughs> is one thing I remember. Yeah, like metal hydraulic boots that... Mm. Yeah, jump you in the air. It's it's really weird. The the Last of Us mycelia all over the place. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> was, was always weird. Um, and but I will say it did kind of open the gates for other video game movies to be released at this time. So after 1993, we have uh, Double Dragon released in 1994. Not um, much better. I love this movie. Um, uh, spoiler alert: It's my number five favorite movie on here. I saw it when in theaters when I was like. I would have been like uh, four or five. No, I would have been six. I would have been yeah. six or maybe even seven or eight. Anyway, I was very young and I loved it. I thought it was great. Mark Dacascus was like, I he I thought he was the coolest guy. Cause he's, he's really kicking, awesome. He's yeah. kicking butt in that movie. In um, T- Terminator T-1000. Robert Patrick. Robert Patrick. He plays the villain. His name's like... Um Glebo, Kuno, something like that. Bleach Blonde. Yeah, Yeah. Bleach Blonde. (laughs) It had, and the funny thing is, it did have a lot of like double dragon y things, like the Abobo guy was in it, and he looked like the character that you fight in the game. And the. And Alyssa Milano's in this too, I believe. Yeah, she's like the the main female protagonist in this movie. She's like the underground gang gang leader who's trying to stop the corporation. Yeah, I know. She's not the girl that just gets kidnapped no it's no. another dystopia too where like oh. um los it looks, angeles this looks like it could take place in the same world as marble yeah way. or water world or any of those <laughs> other like basically a giant earthquake has like destroyed los angeles and everything's like uh there's toxic waste everywhere and all this stuff like all the cars are, like twisted metal and like everyone yeah. has weapons oh, on and stuff yeah. and they want to get this double dragon coin uh because robert patrick because then he can like become like all powerful and at one point he does and he splits into a shadow of himself yeah. and he has to fight billy like and shadow Jimmy. master or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, it's, what not, I, it's not uh, Jimmy and Bimmy. No, it's no. no it's, <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Billy, I know. <laughs> Billy and Jimmy. Uh, they when they get the double dragon suits on too. That's really cool. One's blue, one's red, and they they really do kick butt in it. Uh, I loved it. You know, I love those movies growing up. Three Ninjas. This movie, Karate Kid. Like anything martial arts, I can get my hand on. Even to this day, I'm like that. But I really love this movie. Uh, it's not very good. It's objectively bad. Yeah, it's not very good. Yeah. It's it the the acting is dumb. The visual effects are not great it did i didn't realize that they it did like inform the neo geo game that came out they stole a lot of scenes from this movie yeah I and realize. i believe they made a f- a technically a fighting game based on this that's what it, it was, was, only, yeah, it was only released in japan on ps1 as well but it was a fighting game that's supposed to be really really good we just yeah. never got it yet. yeah <laughs> and it's based uh, like all the scenes they have in the backgrounds to the fighting yeah. game and all that are based on this movie it's really bizarre how that never came here and i don't even know how big of a movie it was in japan yeah when it released but for some reason fighting games and video and, and beat-em-ups were like the theme du jour in the 90s because we were following well, those up. were yeah the, well those were like the most popular genres in gaming that's really. true that's that right like that is fighting very... games were at their peak that was like when they're yeah. with street fighter or you're anything. not doing a sim city movie yeah <laughs> <laughs> my father was the village magistrate a simple man with a simple code justice he gathered the few people that he could to stand against you <laughs> you and your bullies were driven back by farmers with pitchforks. <laughs> My father saved his village at the cost of his own life. You had him shot as you ran away. A hero at a thousand paces. I'm sorry. 
I don't remember any of it. You don't remember? For you, the day Bison graced your village was the most important day of your life. But for me, it was Tuesday. Tuesday. Following those up, we had our next one up on, on in 1994, which is Street Fighter, the movie. This stars uh, probably somebody very near and dear to our heart, Van Damme. HVG Hall of Fame uh, right yeah, there. Yes, he is, <laughs> being mentioned again. Um, this time you don't get double the Van Damage, though. You're just getting one Van Damme. But he is playing an American, yeah. a very American-American, Colonel no, Guile. No, he's not. He's playing um, an un- unidentified you know, oh, is that right? Origin because he's not part of the U.S. military. It's basically like a the knockoff UN. of the U.N. They call yeah. themselves but, what do they call themselves? Uh, the Allied Forces, Somewhere. the AN. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the AN. But technically, with it being based on the game, it should be Guile, who's American, like born and bred. He does have an American flag tattoo. So whether yeah, he he's does. born and bred here or just assimilated, yeah. he does love himself some America. <laughs> uh, so Colonel Guile is played by uh, John Claude Van Damme, and he's going up against the evil General M. Bison, played superbly in one in his last role uh yeah his but, final role because his, his kids really love street fighter and he wanted to do this for them yeah. and it was his i mean he was sick as hell throughout the production yeah, of the movie stomach cancer is he, no joke yeah. and we're talking about raw julia uh who is an amazing actor and he is phenomenal actor. and and he did so well in this with what he had to do you could tell that as as in much pain and suffering that he was in for what he was dealing with he chewed the scenery and it looked like he was having the best time yeah, if if you just saw scenes of him, you would assume this is a very serious, very good movie. But then you you see the rest of the movie, and you're like, yep. Except for his <laughs> costume, like, may, make you double think that. <laughs> Maybe in 1994, though, it would look normal. Yeah, yeah. I, now I it looks do, hokey. I do think that this is the best performance in a bad movie of all time. Oh, I'm with you. I'm I with think you. That it's, it's, it's so incredibly charismatic, so quotable. Yeah, he he has such earnestness that he is really. Going for the gusto. New all category the time. alert. Best best performance in a bad movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, That'll we already know what the answer is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah, but that he is. I mean, he has one of the best scenes with. Uh, I don't remember Ming Na. Is she played yeah. Chun Li? Yeah. Ming Na. Yep. And her and him have one of the best scenes. That is just. He's so good. The yeah. way he introduces everything. He's an talk. evil dictator in this movie and in the game, really. And he's you know he's he's went and killed. He went to Chun Li's land and like killed her. Killed her father. Her whole village. Her whole village basically and Chun Li is basically this is her one time where she can you know say, get everything off her chest how what and Bison's done how she's out for revenge and Bison and Raul Julia is just listening to it just casually walking in drink. his area making a drink and he says uh, for you it was the most important day of your life but for Bison it was Tuesday yeah. <laughs> the day that Bison graced your village was the most important day of your life yeah, yeah. it's so amazing fun. and he's great through I and mean, he has more lines after that too that are just so fun and, and like but this movie is really bad. It's pretty bad. That for one, there's very little street fighting that happens in this. Like mm-hmm. very little hand to hand fighting throughout the movie. Van Damme almost until the end, almost none. He has a whole boat chase scene, which I don't remember in any Street Fighter game. It ever. never existed. <laughs> well, and, and you know, Blanc in here, it's his old buddy Charlie, which yeah. you know does appear in later Street Fighter games. They did kind of retcon that to it to be that. Yeah, yeah but in yeah. the game, it wasn't because no. this needed a humanized Blanca to make him, you know, I guess empathetic. And then mm-hmm. there's Dalzum who doesn't even have stretchy limbs. He's just an Indian scientist for some reason. He's yeah, just, DJ is just kind of the like. He's there. like a henchman. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't fight at all. Yeah. And yeah, the only highlight of them, I'd say, was Zangief. Yeah. At he, least he, he was fought. really He was funny. the comedic relief. Mm-hmm. He was really And funny. he was great. 
uh, Ryu and Ken are probably the least. It, they're probably the most egregious characters in this, as far as like importance to the game and in the movie. Yeah. Like, they almost have. They have very little role to play in this. Weren't they sort of the side story comic relief? Kinda, Kinda. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they were going up against uh, Sagat, who does look like Sagat, at least. He, like, old, yeah, West Very Studi? too old, though. Yeah, yeah too he's, old. He's too old at this point. Not, not nearly strong enough. Or and big, Vega like, looks big, not great. look big. Yeah, not big, because Sagat in the game is gigantic. He's, he's supposed huge. to be like big huge. Yeah. He's buff, he's tall and everything. And yeah. then uh, I think the person who played Vega did look looked well as Vega. He most yeah. well cast Even as far Hondo as from a look standpoint. He was Hawaiian and not... Oh, yeah. Japanese at all, which mm-hmm. is ridiculous. <laughs> Ming-Na looked like Chun-Li. Like, I'll mm-hmm. say that. She was she was great as Chun-Li. Um, even Cammy is in it. Yeah, Kylie so Minogue. T-Hawk is in it. Like, he... He's in it for all of, like, a scene. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's not mentioned at all. And then uh, the one kid... So that's the problem with this movie, too, right? Is, that, is they're trying to fit all the Street Fighter characters, which at this point, Super was just coming out. Sort of been like 16 characters. A lot, yeah. They're trying to pack all of them in this movie, and they, they didn't put one in. Uh, they, put Fei, they didn't put Faye Long. But then they kind of replaced him with, you know, a generic Asian guy. His name's Captain Sawada, who was in Street Fighter, oh, the movie, The Game. That's right, Captain right? Sawada. I forgot <laughs> about And I forgot him. why they didn't put Fei Long. I don't recall, because this movie also had, like, you because know, its, of its the, own awful development. a bit rip-off of, of uh, Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee anyway. It could yeah, be that, so that yeah. <laughs> something like that. But it's still, it, yeah. It's, I mean, this, the least this game, this movie's problems is just how many characters it has. Everything else is just stacked on top of it because of that. The only other thing I would mention in, in this, other than what maybe you guys want to talk about, but the one thing I'll say is that uh, JCVD does have an amazing speech where he's talking basically what happens is that the an uh that un knockoff is not going to support them anymore in this effort to take down they're going to try and negotiate they're going to end bison's islands yeah shadow island I yeah which kind of like all right maybe you should negotiate with them you know i don't know that sounds like it, well, violence doesn't always have to be the answer but to john claude van damme that is the only answer <laughs> so he has to rouse the troops to kind of go off and mutiny basically with him and he's saying that they can all go home and they could all go home, you know, because they're going to talk to Bison. It's all over. They got all go home. No horm. Yeah. And then how does he say it? He says, uh, do you want to go? It's like, the who wants it? to go horm with me? Yeah. He or he goes, go home, or do you want to go with me? Yeah. Or what, what does he say when he's like, we're going to go and kick the next oh, Bison's oh, wannabe. Yeah. Yeah. Next Bison's so wannabe. Yeah. So hard. Oh, the oh, next no, Bison no. wannabe is going to feel it. Yeah. That's kick it. the Bison's ass so hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's like, this American speech, but it's done in this Bavarian accent that's just so like yeah, thick. It's it's very impassioned. It's just it's hard to to <laughs> you, you know to take anything seriously. seriously because it's Jean Claude Van Damme trying to be like this rousing captain to lead his his group in yeah. the in the I think it was called Bisonopolis is what Bisonopolis yeah 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 because yeah. Bison had a ransom and he also uh, he has Bison bucks that he was gonna that was so have amazing. his new currency. <laughs> so they eventually storm the island, take him down. In uh, I think Guile does a flash kick. He does. Couple flash kicks and he does a sonic boom. So they had no budget for this movie, so they did a Hadouken, which was just then basically painting white on the screen for like a frame, so you can see a flash. And same with the sonic boom, where like he just puts his arm and like the screen flashes, so it looks like it's sonic boom because they had they, they didn't have any money to do CG to make anything look like anything. Yeah, and you know we're not gonna break down the whole movie for you guys, but yeah, I'm starting to have like a panic attack that we're gonna spend oh, way You'll be too much time on these. Movies. There's You'll a lot fine. of movies. Yeah. <laughs> There's not that many. We're gonna brush over so many of these, brother. This well, is we a, could start, <laughs> but this, but no, it would be unfair because this is a. I remember this movie being a big thing. It was I saw and, in the theater exactly. Yeah. So to not talk about this movie would be kind of. Uh, Egregious. Oh, I, I'm not saying not talk about it. Uh, but this did again. It didn't do very well at the box office either. Um, 
it, it did better than Mario. It made yeah, it made 165 million in total. Um, but it, and most of that was from home media. A lot of people rented this movie. Of course. So it that, and that's where a lot of video games made up their their budget was in that or in their yeah in their budget making was in that home media release. But this did kind of segue into the next one released next year. That's Mortal Kombat. Uh, 1995. Oh my goodness, this which one. Which I think we agree, out of all the 90s video games movie, this is by far the best. This is easily yeah, the best. Mm-hmm. It And Randy and I were kind of saying, uh, off off camera, I was going to say, but off mic, <laughs> uh, that this, you know, Mortal Kombat, as far as street or fighting games go, does have a, a mythology that you can build a story around. It does. It, I mean, there's a lot of lore behind it. A lot of, uh, there's you know, it's rooted in Asian mythology. It's all about a, a tournament of, of champions. And basically, a, a tournament of whether or not Earthworm can exist, which is our realm versus um, Outworld. And in this one, Shang Tsung is the big baddie that you have to kill because he can also steal people's souls. He's sort of like a soul harvester. Yeah. So it's about these, uh, I think it's seven combatants in this, going through a tournament to eventually face Goro and Shang Tsung and win the tournament. Yep, and that, and that will stop the invasion of Earthrealm by, um, by Outworld. The, by Outworld. Yeah. Um, a tournament in the loosest definition of yeah, the word. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. There's no brackets or anything. No, brackets. it just seems like guys just randomly fight each yeah. other yeah. in like, forests. And sh- it's like they <laughs> but, lock eyes and they're ready to fight. But at least like that's what Street Fighter needed, right? Like That's yeah. what Street Fighter, yeah. that never happened in the movie. Like, <laughs> yeah. like it wasn't, There was no fighting in the streets at all. Yeah, there was too much gunfire in Street Fighter. Yeah. That's true too. Yeah, That's exactly. right. <laughs> there was a lot of gunfire. Yeah. And um, so this one has your your normal Mortal Kombat guys too. It has Liu Kang uh, play the Robin Shu. Robin Shu. Yeah. Mm, Robin Shu. Uh, yeah. Lyndon Ashby Lind- is Johnny Cage. Yep. Uh, it has um, Bridget Carrie Nielsen. T- yeah, Bridget Nielsen. Carrie Tagawa plays uh, Shang Tsung. Um, so a lot of that like was probably the best. He was, and he was awesome. <laughs> yeah. well, and, and also, Lyndon Ashby. I would say, like I said, oh, Ra- Raul Julia had like the best performance in a bad movie. Lyndon Ashby has like my favorite performance from someone who I don't remember being. Yeah, anything else. I, don't, I didn't oh, recognize yeah. him before this either. <laughs> Talisa Soto, who was in a previous podcast. Yep. Um, but anyway, so this movie was really good. It, it was directed by Paul W. S. Anderson, who's going to become infamous for video game movies. But <laughs> at this time, he's done this. He is going to do, or I think he may have already done. Um, Event Horizon. At this no, that's, no, that's shortly after, after this. Okay, yeah. so shortly after. So he's got directing chops because Event Horizon is awesome. Um, so he's a good director, and the the story is linear. You can follow it easily. It's you have people like Johnny Cage who have no idea what's going on, so they're really good sounding boards for like you as an audience member who may have no idea what's happening to know like the mythology and what's going on. They, you know, they do things with like I thought Scorpion was cool, though his story like does not cannot happen at all and they don't show any of his story yeah in the movie. but it's still that's the thing is is even if you know for all the faults this movie has you can call out some of the amazing fight scenes in there like the scorpions uh the scorpion and johnny cage one where their bases are like in hell in and the fort oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah. or in the, the forest yeah. excuse yeah. me so yeah and then there's you know like um sub-zero and luke kang fighting that was like great. you got to see all of your favorite characters in here for me uh you know i was i was a big reptile mark as yeah we'll say. he comes out <laughs> and he's in here for all of like two seconds but i was like oh yeah they put reptile in here that's luke cool because he's a secret character bicycle, bicycle kick to him yeah, yeah. so it's like it, it it has its faults but it has all the beats you want to see from mortal kombat the Game. And the characters do a lot of their moves. So you see, like, Liu Kang do his splits punch to Goro's. Uh, it was, it was oh, Johnny, Johnny Cage. Oh, Johnny Cage. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Johnny Cage splits punch. Um, does Kano's in it too? Kano, oh, Kano he's was great. a great, great. Casting. He yeah. was so good in this. Yeah, and they all, yeah, really good roles, fun all through and through. Real, I would say the high water mark of 90s video game movies. I would say this is the best. Because uh, you know, I love Street Fighter the movie, but as far as objectively best of the worst, this Mortal Kombat is easily the best for the longest time. Yeah, yeah, there wasn't anything even close to it. And in fact, the the sequel 
to oh, Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah. Man. Well, before we before oh. we move on, sorry. How can we talk about Mortal Kombat without mentioning the music? Oh uh, yeah, that, yes. I had the album. Yeah, the album. Uh, <laughs> I did have it on. CD. I, had it on yeah. Yeah, I had it on tape. Yeah, I had it on tape. It had Buckethead on there. Yes, it did. Um, but that movie is—I mean, that, the movie soundtrack is kind of like an EDH kids, like you know, the white yeah, album. There's Deftones on there. There's yeah. a lot of great bands on there. EDH? You mean EDM? Oh, EDM. My okay. bad. Yeah. What <laughs> I was am like, I what's the EDH? Stage, I'm but... talking about Commander. Maybe <laughs> Daniel here. Halen. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah. Edward Defense Dan Halen. Something? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, no, it, it was because techno was getting big right at that time oh, yeah. too, and it was a techno anthem that Mortal Kombat theme. Still a great did song. They, Still a great jam. Well, did they do the Mortal Kombat theme before, or I think uh, for the movie? Do you mean no? This was for the movie they made it. I, be, I believe because mm-hmm. they they, they, yeah. refer, they even have clips saying all oh, the yeah. characters' names in yeah, there. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that came for the movie. And yeah. then I I don't even know if you ever see it in any video game again, but it definitely is synonymous with the game. I can't think of that game without thinking of that music. Yeah, yeah. it they, should be in every game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they put it as an Easter egg in some, I think. So then Annihilation. Uh, obviously, we're not going to spend Yikes. any time on that other than to say that it's terrible. Uh, the storyline doesn't make any sense. They get rid of Christopher Lambert, who was Raiden, who was a pretty good Raiden. Mm-hmm. Uh, they replace him with some guy I have no idea. I forgot his it's, name. Um, yeah, he's been in a. He's he's one of those that guys. Yeah, 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 a hundred percent. Like Robin shows in there is really he's I, I, maybe is Lenny Ashby. No, he gets nope, he no, dies. Lenny Ashby the, dies immediately. Yeah, he saw right. the script and he's like, "Please break yeah, my neck so, instantly." Exactly. <laughs> Which, as a kid, I remember being deflated. It was so, com- wildly. Was like, deflated. Why do I want to watch this anymore now? He was the best part of the last movie, yeah. and this was even lower budget too. So it was. It's just a bad time all around. It's awful. My brother loves this movie, but you know and that's how, they, but of how they had such a success <laughs> in the first one and decided let's just do it again, but with way worse, way but with a worse script, worse script, Less, worse budget, yeah, worse yeah. Everything's bad. Uh, yeah, because the worst budget. Ugh. The first one was made for twenty million, and it made over hundred and twenty million. How did so, that? How did that not garner a bigger budget for the second? I don't know. I don't know. Usually, I don't know what they were thinking. Usually they're like, yeah, more of that, and then they throw money at it. Uh, but this is kind of when, I mean, it really, the Emperor has no clothes for video games. You had Annihilation come out. Wing Commander came out right around that same time. Uh, but the it did end with the first Pokemon animated movie coming out in 1999. Oh, yeah. That was hugely successful. Yeah, I got mm-hmm. that on VHS. I have it, yeah. too. It had right. the coin, I think, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, it made a ton of it made 172 million dollars at the box office, and it only had a budget of five million. Um, so it was hugely successful. It was right at the the beginning of the Pokemon that, craze. That had lines out the door like Star Wars was mm-hmm. about to. Yeah. So I don't know if it made any of our lists, but to not talk about it would be you know disingenuous yeah. to the. It would have when I was a teenager, but I can't watch it now and yeah. still enjoy it. Right? Like I'm, I'm sure it's a fine movie. That but... movie was going to be a hit because Pokemon was massive. Oh, yeah. Poke- yeah. I, had a, I had a Pokemania at that time, and it was made in Japan. Uh, it was very true to the source material. You know, as as true. It looked it can great. Be. It looked great. Yeah. It animated well. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of the end of the 90s it ended on a high note we'll at least say that <laughs> and i think there was a proof of concept kind of as at least with mortal Kombat, that you could make a video game movie and it can be successful so we didn't really get any for a while until tomb raider uh which is a, it made in the early 2000s it stars angelina jolie a very young daniel craig in yeah, this I, one i like that one i didn't mind that one what do you guys think of tomb raider it was okay right. <laughs> the robot i, I do think thing. that like this was still the era where they they realized they could make video game movies, but they didn't realize they still needed to make good video exactly. game movies. They yeah. still just were like, you know what? Just slap that name on there and let's push well, it out into the theaters. Tomb Raider doesn't have to be anything specific. It She's doesn't. just the female Indiana Jones. Exactly. And which me- is why it should have been 
better than it was for me. Yeah. To be fair, at this time too, Laura Croft was the the character of Laura Croft was huge. She was the yeah. biggest female protagonist in video games uh, by far, and maybe even like still a cultural icon still at yeah. that point. You know? at, like, you, yeah, she was on covers of other magazines. You want to expect? I think she was like on Maxim or something. Yeah, crazy she back was, then. Like, and she was on she like was some other award show. I can't remember, but yeah, yeah. she was super popular. So it was a no brainer. It had the highest budget of any movie at that time, over a hundred million dollars, which is a lot. Damn. Uh, it made. Uh, it was the the best opening weekend of any video game movie at that time. It made two hundred seventy four million dollars. Uh, I believe in that's just in the first weekend. Nah, I think that's the whole, whole maybe whole <laughs> it's time. It's whole run. But yeah, but it made a lot of money. Uh, it but it basically broke even. Based with its huge budget and its marketing, it basically broke even. But at least again, it showed you can make these movies and people will come and see them. It also showed that they, if they wanted to, they could get someone to, you know who's who's a great cast for a character because there really wasn't anyone better at that time than Angelina Jolie to play Lara Croft. Yeah, yeah, and and one thing I'll say is that. This was when storylines in video games started to become more of a thing. Back in the 90s, you really didn't... I mean, you had storylines, but especially for popular games, it wasn't really much of a storyline. They were only in the instruction booklets. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, I would say that really started with uh, in 98 with Metal Gear Solid. That was like the first game where I feel like there was, at least that I played, where there was like a huge story that was directed and produced, you know, like Hideo yeah, Kojima made if it wasn't like an movie. RPG. Yeah, if it wasn't yeah. an RPG, but, but yeah, that was exactly... Well, and another one that I would talk about at that time would be Resident Evil. That yeah. had a pretty solid storyline from too. start to finish. And it was uh, it had a very successful. So they decided to make a Resident Evil live action movie. Yeah. Uh, they got the best director of any video game movie so far, Paul W. Paul W.S. Anderson. <laughs> and he came in and made this movie. Uh, it had a relatively low budget of $33 million. And it made $103 million at the box office. So it, it more than covered its, um, its budget. And so it was super successful. I saw this in theaters. Did you, when did you guys see this? Uh, I saw it in the theaters, and my brother, to this day, on the anniversary of its release, will text me saying, happy whatever anniversary of when we saw Resident Evil, because we saw it like opening day. Yeah. It was a big event for us because we were so huge as the old fans. Yeah. So yeah, it was. Uh, I I I came out less enthused than he did. We'll say. Oh, well, surprise, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> I remember this movie being one of those ones where I was disappointed at first when it first started happening because mm. i was like this isn't like any resident evil i've ever played that's why yeah but then when you go okay it's not that but it could be a good movie it's not bad it's not a it's, bad movie yeah it's not an awful movie i think you know again like the lens i was looking at is just like you said i was such a hardcore resident evil fan that i wanted this to be resident evil yeah it's and not. when i saw it, i was like what the hell did they do to this it's sci-fi zombie yeah <laughs> so yeah. you're right like you know it's like if you just take it for what it is and not connect to the games they're fine yeah yeah and, i went into this I, I think i saw it opening night as well and i was really excited because you know Resident Evil is perfectly suited to be a movie. There's there's no way mm-hmm. you can screw this up. Finally, we're going to have a video game movie that makes me happy as Mortal Kombat. And, well, no, that that was not the case. Yeah. For me, yeah. I just thought it was a little too bland. It wasn't a terrible movie or anything. It's not like it's Super Mario Brothers bad or anything like that. <laughs> That's fair. It's just, fair. it's n- not what the game is. And the game has such a rich lore to it that you could make movies around that. It was the first movie that I remember Mila Jovovich in, who's going to become like synonymous with video game movies. And, and it was the first movie that I remember Michelle Rodriguez in. Oh mm. uh, yeah. Yeah. Cause was Fast and the Furious at this time? Yeah, after like three uh, or four years. Yeah. After, so that makes so. sense. Yeah. Uh, or maybe like, like a year or two after I should say. Um, so there we go. We kind of had a high watermark there. That was our, you know, really well successful movies made a lot of money. Um, but then 
things started to go back downhill. And that's with the sequel to Tomb Raider. I never saw this. Called Cradle either. of Life. Did you ever see it? I don't know if I, I did. I did. I know I saw it in theaters. I saw it with one of my friends from the school. We were just out of high school. And I don't remember a single scene from it. I can't remember anything. I know Gerard <laughs> Butler. It's an early Gerard oh, Butler movie. Daniel Craig's in the first one. They were on jet skis at one point. Yeah. And I, oh, don't, I don't remember, remember that. I don't remember in why. trailer or something. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember anything from this movie, but it was a huge box office bomb. It made almost no money. Uh, and it kind of signaled what was ahead. And we had a torrid amount of terrible video game movies kind of back to back to back. Uh, so some of those include, uh, not only were they, they were either commercially or they were critically terrible or bo- most likely both. Usually, Usually both. both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we had house of the dead, 13 million, which, okay, that kind of makes sense. Not a bunch of a premise alone in the dark, 10 million, which I remember watching at Hollywood video because we well, had it. I was going to mention, there's a few on here that I recall being big renters. All of you like Doom. specifically house of the dead and, yeah. and alone in the dark. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of these movies in my research, I found made a lot of their money back in video rentals. Which makes sense. So like Alone in the Dark, I remember being a video rental Hollywood video. I remember uh, Doom. I definitely rented that. It was also terrible with The Rock. Yeah, we saw that in Carl theaters. Uh, yeah, I remember right? seeing yeah. that in theaters. The only part that I liked was when Carl Urban goes into first person mode. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It was finally the game. Yeah. That's one of those movies where I have fondness for it, but I know it's not great. It's just not one I can rewatch no, that often. I haven't seen it since I saw it in 2006. Yeah. Um, so we had uh, that. We had Blood Rain, oh. another terrible, terrible movie. There's a common thread with these two. Uh, Uva Bull. Yeah. The director for yeah. House of the Dead, Alone in the Dark, and Blood Rain, I believe. Yep, he and sure a few is. Others, didn't, yeah. didn't he make was Postal? Postal he did far, was Postal, like Far Cry. No, Postal is Postal. There was a there was a video game. There was Postal. a video game of Paperboy. There's a computer yeah. game. Yeah, no, a Postal, not Paperboy. No, he never okay. made Paperboy. No, that's what I was. I thought there was a Paperboy movie, but there, I can't. No, remember. no. <laughs> that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be funny. <laughs> the guy, the prequel, the Postal. Yeah, Postal's a different game. Not yet. Not yeah. yet. So, Uwe but Ball. you're right. So, Uwe Boll, who is a terrible German director, who's still making movies today. I think. Didn't he do Far Cry? He did, he did Far, Far Cry. Cry. He did a bunch. He did uh, Dungeon Siege, which is a Dungeon PC Siege. game series. Yep. But what, my, in the name of the king or whatever. Yep. Yeah. 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 And to my understanding, the reason he's getting funding for all this is because they're tax write-offs. Yeah, he can tax write them off in in. Germany, uh, basically, he can write off the entire budget. Huh. Um, so they let him do it because they could just, it's just an easy cash grab for them. Yeah. Because if it makes a dollar, they're going to get a dollar over it. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, Uwe Boll, terrible. Uh, we also had Street Fighter, The Legend of Chun Li, uh, <laughs> which oh, was also, which was an awful. I can't one. believe I've seen that one. Uh, Charlie Nash, was, uh, was Chris Klein. Chris Klein, yeah. 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 Nash out. That's terrible. what he says after Nash every scene all the time. Yeah, yeah, that's like his calms out thing. I forgot all about this movie until I was doing the research. I was like, oh, yeah, that movie was. It was I think we saw it randomly. Yeah, when we lived together. I yeah, yeah. It came out around the same time as Dragon Ball Evolution. Oh, oh my yeah, god! Yeah. Yeah. I, I I don't know which of those two movies is worse, but they were both hideous. I would say Dragon Ball is probably worse because you know that's based on an anime. Yeah, and they tried to make like a live action anime. Uh, and then last one is Tekken, which I don't remember it at all. Did you see it? Don? I saw parts of it. It was also awful. So <laughs> unsurprisingly, made, the only thing I want to talk. Metacritic. Yeah, that's the only yeah. thing I want to talk about is the only film I've ever seen that had a zero percent Metacritic <laughs> score, yep. which means that. Every single critic who ever gave it the worst possible rating, uh, and it also made one point six million dollars, yes. which is crazy. There's also uh, based on other fighting game franchises. There's a Dead or Alive movie yep. that is supposed to. Be I awful. didn't list it, but it's awful. Yeah, yeah there's that one. There's and, a um, second or th- maybe even a third Tekken movie. There's yeah. sequels to uh-huh. that. <laughs> um, there were some standouts though, some exceptions. So the, one of the exceptions is the Resident Evil sequels have been going strong for years after this. Two and three had come out during this time, and they were all hugely successful, made over $200 million each, um, grossed over $100 million. 
So they were still going farm and uh, going well. And then also we had Silent Hill. Um, Silent Hill was directed by Christopher Gans, who directed Brotherhood of the Wolf, which is my one of my personal favorite movies. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, and then it was written by Roger Avery, who is a longtime Tarantino contributor. He helped write Pulp Fiction. He's very famous. He has a podcast with podcast with Tarantino. You guys check out. And it had a pretty big uh, budget, fifty million dollars, and it made a hundred million dollars, which is pretty good. Um, What do you guys remember this movie? I, I I don't remember much of it, but I do remember we saw it in it. theaters. Did we all yeah. see it? I forgot. I, I don't so. know I if we theaters. all went together. I do know I saw it. In yeah, theaters. I saw yeah. it in theaters. So this one, uh, it's on my list for my favorites because the movie itself is is overall just fine. Uh, I have problems with like the last act. Like there's some really cheesy and awful acting that I don't like. Yeah. Um, but it it nails the the atmosphere of the games, which is just this densely fogged village with a ton of mystery and a ton of kooky people. Uh, Sean Bean is in here, which mm-hmm. I wish he was the lead instead of, uh, I think her name was Rada Mitchell. Cause yeah. in here there's like a female protagonist who's the lead Yeah, and it's fine. Like she works fine, but it's like, again, like I'm expecting Silent Hill. Yeah. I'm expecting Sean Bean to go find his daughter, Sharon, you know, in Silent Hill. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, objectively, like I think, I know a lot of people kind of hate this movie, but I think it does a lot of things right. It's just not a great movie. Like there's some awesome effects too. Like when, um, the world transforms, right. Mm-hmm. From the fog world to like the, to, to like a hellscape, mm-hmm. right. There's some really cool things in here. It's just. I think they needed more time and maybe like a better script. I don't know, maybe some better casting. And it made some money. It made some good money too. Yeah, um, I would say this is one of the least offensive as yeah. far as game movies. It, yeah, it, it was definitely just fine. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can, you went out of there. Like, You'll All enjoy right, it. That's fine. Yep. So that kind of ends the, the early 2000s. And we're going to get into the 2010s and 2020s now. This is what I like to call the era of high budgets and break-evens because that's usually what happened with all of these movies. So the first one is Prince of Persia Sands of Time. That came out in 2010. I just saw this last night for the first time. It's pretty good. It's all right. Um, very solid. This is what I'll say. The action is very Prince of Persia-y. There's a lot mm-hmm. of like parkour, like very like Prince of Persia yeah. style. Jake Hall is the prince. Th- that's really the tough part. It's really weird. There's a lot of whitewashing in this movie, and it's really hard to get past because the most Arab person in the entire movie is probably Ben Kingsley, who's Indian. Oh, I like, forgot part, he was in here. He's half Indian. He plays like the main bad guy, basically. Yeah. Uh, and the only other thing I'll say about this movie was I, I actually liked it. Bruckenheimer produced it, and he kind of wanted it to become the next Pirates franchise because Pirates mm-hmm. is kind of done, and he wanted to do, like, okay, we'll have this new thing be our franchise. Well, the yeah, the game became a trilogy. Why yeah. not go with, with that? <laughs> and the whole gimmick that the game kind of gets behind is that you have this thing called the Sands of Time dagger that when you hit it, it makes it reverses time. And they do it pretty cool. I really like that. But they never use it in the movie. They use it all of three times. The one time they use it in combat is cool as heck. There's like this scene where all these snakes are coming out of the ground and they're messing everybody up. So Jake Gyllenhaal hits the, the reverse button, goes all the way back, <laughs> and then he mercs every snake in like a crazy way. He like shoves a, a, a torch down one of the snake's throats, which is really <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, I wanted more of that. And they just didn't yeah, have that. This, the biggest problem with this movie is like it's trying to go in a billion different directions. They can't stick to one. Yeah. But it's it's a pretty fun movie overall. It's fun. And it's the game fun. that was based on this was actually really good too. It was on oh, 360 yeah. and PS3. So they made... This is, a, this is a movie based on a game, and they made a game based on the movie, much like Street Fighter, the movie, the game. And it basically <laughs> broke even at the theaters. That's why they didn't make a sequel. And like I said, the whitewashing was a big problem. You know, Jake Gyllenhaal playing an Arab person, Alfred Molina playing an Arab person. Like, it's... it's That was definitely a sticking point at the time, too. It, it definitely, yeah. And even, like, Gemma uh, Arterton, who's, like, the main female protagonist in the movie, she's also, like, white. And, like, it's it's off-putting to watch because you're just like, all right, we could have gotten an Arab actor who's way better. Yeah, it just like, feels, just there's something off while you're watching it. Yeah, it's, you know, it's just yeah. not authentic. It sound, it seems weird. Um, again, Resident Evil sequels are still pulling in a lot of money <laughs> at this time. Did you guys see any of these? 
I stopped after the third one because uh, I think uh, yeah. didn't all of us stop after the third yeah, one? Yeah, pretty much. I think that's we when saw, we all saw, saw, the saw that one in when theaters. The, the yeah. cargo crate of a, a stadium that full was, of zombies. That came was out. the most memorable scene, and that's when I was like, "All right, I'm kind of done with this now because yeah. that scene was too long." And yeah, the shipping container just was spilling out zombies. It's like this thing is like 15 the, feet long. You just saw about halfway into the shipping container before it becomes yeah, pitch black. Yeah. It's not full. And you hear a little something, and then all of a sudden, just swarms come out. Almost like the container had like a hole at the bottom, and there was actually just another. Yeah, it's like the most video game thing about it. It's also ridiculous. dumb. It was so bad. And but these made a lot of money. Again, making tons of money at the box office. Well, that's <laughs> what I mean. Like yeah. when I criticize these movies, like I understand I'm in the minority because they crossed all six of them ended up making like a billion dollars so i'm like i I get it like people like them i don't (laughs) yeah and that's what yeah it's so crazy how these these movies make so much money but again i never saw them because i was over it Mm -hmm. and deuce you didn't see any of these either no like i said bits and pieces if they were on tv yeah 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 yeah. um and so again high budgets break evens and that goes into the warcraft movie i never saw this but i remember it being a big thing there was a lot of press behind it we were never warcraft (laughs) kids i think yeah we played it for a little bit but i don't think no and but there i mean it was a cultural zeitgeist warcraft it was a huge thing it was uh and another movie that huge budget 400 million dollars for this budget and um Made made a lot of money. Or sorry, that was it's not its budget, but that was how much it made uh, its opening weekend four hundred million dollars. Oh, so, wow. but then it kind of just plummeted after that. <laughs> yeah. Um. But it was it had the highest opening weekend for a video game movie. Uh. And this kind of went with movies that made pretty well the box office. So we had Tomb Raider, a sequel or not a sequel, a reboot of Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was the uh, Alicia, Alicia Vikander? Vikander. Yeah. yeah. Great movie from uh, Ex Machina, Ex Machina. Yeah, mm-hmm. you don't see her as much anymore, but she was awesome. Uh, no, I I. You know, I didn't think this movie was great by any means, but I might have liked it more than the original. I think it's better than the original by yeah, far. It's, yeah, it was, it was a solid well, just attempt. Like, just like the reboot of the games were better than right. the originals. Yeah. Right. You had uh, Need for Speed, which had, um, um, what's his Aaron name? Paul? Yeah, Aaron Not, Paul. Yeah, Aaron Paul. Oh, yeah, that one, it my uncle lo- really loved because all of the stunts were actual. It made a there good amount no, of money, too. There was no CG for those. It was pretty successful at the box office. Yeah. Uh, I never saw it, but uh, I definitely remember it. Um, and Resident Evil Final Chapter made a lot of money. Yeah. And then Rampage uh, with The Rock. Do you yeah. guys remember that one? I, I do. I never saw it either, but it. that also made... That was during Rock's like renaissance when he was making a ton of movies, uh, like disaster films that were making a ton of money. I think there was another one on here, too, that was released around that time, was Assassin's Creed with Assassin's um, Creed. I Michael didn't Fassbender. add it. Yeah, Sorry, I didn't I fell asleep, too. <laughs> it was yeah, so Yeah, I wanted to enjoy that one a lot, but it's like, it's just... It, I it was the same way. Like I just got kind of bored about forty five minutes in. It, it well, couldn't hook me. Uh, you know what I was thinking of is it because the parts where you're not an assassin in the game are also pretty boring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like you're just walking around uh, like a hospital bed in the first one <laughs> yeah. most of the time, and like you know getting exposition. Uh, so I was like, yeah, I can see why this movie is boring because that part in the game is kind of boring. Like we don't really talk about it because we only talk about the assassinations. Uh, yeah, so that also came out. The end of 2019 had Detective Pikachu, which also huge budget, broke even again. Uh, but it was another really high-selling video game, especially its opening weekend. It made $450 million. It had Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu. And Wait, Justin- it made $450 million and only broke even? Yeah. 
there's no way that this had a $450 million budget. No, but remember we talked about this. Just because it doesn't have a, a budget of that much, it's it's uh, marketing and all the other things that go into it can help, can greatly affect its its budget and total. So uh, that was what, uh, yeah. And so Ryan Reynolds is Pikachu, which is kind of weird, but it makes sense. It worked. It worked yeah, until he turned back into Pikachu and he was Jessica Smith's dad. And you're like, yeah, you guys <laughs> don't really look at all like this doesn't really make any sense, but okay. Uh, Justice Smith was good, good in it, and mm-hmm. it's it's a fine movie. I liked it. I saw it with my um, my students one time. We oh, just put it on randomly. Nice. I, I hadn't seen it before then, and I was like, "Oh, this is this is actually better yeah. than I thought it was going to yeah, be." It's, I was surprised. It's one of the better ones that we've had to mention. Which, yeah, like I said, this is not the best genre of films. No, and <laughs> and again, we're kind of ending on a good one, though. Right? right? Yeah, right. Ending right. the ending the decade on a good one kind of seems to be the theme. Because, Another like, Pokemon. Yeah, because very much it has a similar like trajectory as like certain comic movies. Yeah, the original Superman was great. Batman was great, but anytime they tried to do something else, like they didn't realize, you know, you got to have a good written movie yeah. to go along yeah. with this you can't just cash grab the ip which is what a lot of these video game movies did 100 and around this time is when they were starting to realize we can't just make garbage we have to at least put forth a, an honest attempt yeah and i think too uh, along with that is that mo- video games at this point had real storylines with them it wasn't just go to this land get to the end of the level anymore it had actual mythology with it which made it easier to write for. And writers were actually writing that mythology now, not just making up their own nonsense and then saying it's a Mario movie, you know? Or saying, and maybe actually played the game for Yeah, once. exactly, yeah. exactly. It's being made by people who have probably played the game. Come on, buddy. Gotta go fast! <laughs> Where am I? What year is it? Is The Rock president? Whoa, 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 buddy. You're okay. Calm down. Oh, hi, pretzel lady. Hi. Tom? Can I talk to you, please? So this starts our last decade, 2020 into the present, with um, what I consider one of the best video game movies ever made is Sonic. Mm -hmm. Sonic 2 probably is better, but Sonic is is good. It's Mm -hmm. good. It's Uh, fun. It's amazing. And I know a lot of controversy on this, right? It was really before it even came out. (laughs) If you look in Sonic and Sega and production company where it was i'll give him credit because it cost a lot of money to entirely redesign and do, redo the cg for an entire movie because of the internet uproar about I how know, awful sonic looked i want to know who told them that that's what sonic looked like because it was weird well it might be one of those things where they're trying to you know make him look kind of more humanoid since he's gonna be a live action movie and then yeah. you know, that was just our, our interpretation of it and if, they realized like no 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 people want what sonic yeah. looks like yeah. it's cool just put him in if because it works it's for roger rabbit yeah why would well. I, I don't want like a real bunny yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? and i'll say credit to the studios for you yeah, know responding listen. to that backlash and yeah. turning around and redoing it yeah. exactly and making instead it of just accepting it and being like well this is what it is you'll learn to love it yeah this yeah. is what you're getting yeah, yeah. And, and really if Starfield. i think <laughs> yeah starfield there you go nip that in there <laughs> but i think if they had kept the old sonic design and as good as the movie was because i'd imagine a lot of the time spent was probably reading the cg it would be too distracting it would be would be too distracting and the movie would not, would not be as successful because people would be turned off by that which sucks because there's a great movie under all that yeah too. and mm-hmm. so ben schwartz is the voice of sonic he's great i remember parks and rec uh he's but he's a really good really good sonic uh, and then you have, um, is it Jane? James, James Marsden. Marsden. I was going to say Jason Marsden. James Marsden <laughs> kind of plays like this sheriff of a small town. Uh, and basically Sonic gets pulled into our reality and the government tasks Dr. Robotnik to go and find him, uh, played 
brilliantly by uh, Jim Carrey. He's which he had kind of I wouldn't say fallen off, but hadn't done too many movies mm-hmm. that were memorable at this point. But he is so good he's as Doctor Robotnik in this Perfect. movie. I love him. He's so funny. He's so like brilliant the way he acts. Like he he understands the assignment just like Raul Julia did. You it's know, it's kind of like the Riddler in a sense. Like he's just kind of out there and just you know kooky, just out yeah out of his freaking mind. But yeah. it's much more centered and you know written better. Yeah, it had a, a smaller budget compared to other movies that we had talked about earlier, but it made a good amount of money. And um, had good word word of mouth. Yeah, like, people and, really mm-hmm. liked it. Yeah, you know, and it, it was it was it probably could have done even better, but it was released like. Not right at the pandemic, but like right before uh, the pandemic. Uh, was it was hard. February, right? Because we shut down like March yeah. 2020. This was like February. This is like the last really big theater movie. It was, and it, it it was did, tapering it, you off. You couldn't get into the Chinese market because at that point, all China had gotten shut down. So for it to make a, a solid amount back was really impressive. It was the, I remember it was the last movie I saw in theaters before the lockdown. I think I'm with you. Yeah. I, think I'm, I think I'm with you. I think I might have seen it too. And um, it was just really good. And so it ended up getting a sequel, Sonic 2. Uh, which had a little bit bigger of a budget, but made a lot, a lot of money too. So it had about a, a, between a ninety and hundred dollar, hundred million dollar budget, and it made four hundred and five million dollars at the box office. Uh, you had Knuckles, the Echidna, um, <laughs> voiced by Idris Elba, who was great. It had Tails in, um, who was also great. Uh, I liked Knuckles because he's kind of like this cool, you know, he's the hip cool kid. But then he just but has like these silly things that he's, happen. He's dumb, or he's not like. Street smart. Yeah, he has. No, yeah, he doesn't understand sarcasm yeah. at all. He does, you know, that kind of stuff. And I thought he was great in it. And this one has less of the live action characters and more of the uh, animated characters, which I think is better. Well, it's what I think people were most critical about, you know, in earlier in or the in, in the first yeah. movie, right? And then they totally address in this, where it's like every, all the human characters are there and they're really funny. Like they're yeah. pretty great. Like the whole wedding is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah but the, I. I think a lot of people have major problems with that whole plot, that subplot. I mean, oh, yeah, course. it's unnecessary. I, I do, it is unnecessary. It was just we got to make sure we utilize our actors and actresses. Yeah, they got to be here. But, but they did. It, they it did, probably they went did on well a little too long. I didn't hate it because I did like the characters. Yeah. So that it worked. Yeah. But it, it could have been trimmed exponentially. Yeah. So, but still, great movie. I think this goes right up to the top of my list. We'll talk about that in detail later, but it's it's so good, uh, and I loved it. I can't wait for the next one coming out in uh, this year, 2024. Oh, really? Yeah, yep. I think so. Yeah, it's supposed nice. to have Shadow. Yep, it's coming out sometime this year. But I know I don't that think, they released it. I don't think Carrie's coming back, is he? I don't think Robotnik's in this. Mm, I, don't I don't know. know. I honestly have no idea, yeah. um, but I know it's coming out this year. So we'll I thought he was talking about like retiring after Sonic Something 2. Something like that. So... Good movie. This segues into another gr- mixed bag, Mortal Kombat, a remake. Would you call it a remake, right? Uh, it's kind of like a reimagining, yeah. I-, I would say. Um, and it yeah. has one of the, like the first 15 minutes are awesome. It's the coolest thing. And they, they I think they knew it. I think they knew what they had on their hands because they sent that mm-hmm. out on like YouTube. Um, it was for the teasers, well, the yeah. trailers. Yeah. You could see the full first 15 minutes before the movie came out, and it really hooked you. Like, oh, this is going to be Yeah. Awesome. I was pretty yeah. hyped before it released, and I watched it, and I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did you guys think when you saw this movie? So, um, Like I said, the, the fight scenes were really awesome, especially mm-hmm. that opening one, Scorpion and Sub-Zero. That's what breads your butter. Everyone wants to see Scorpion. Butter, butter's your bread. Yeah, that's right. Butter's your bread. <laughs> you said bread's, bread's my butter. Not, yeah. not if you're a fan of butter. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and um, so th- that's what people want to see. Yeah. And they did deliver 
big time on that respect. Or, you know, I want my main character to be Liu Kang or Johnny Cage or Sonya. Yeah, you know who I don't want to be my main character? Cole. Cole, Cole Young. The yeah. freaking jabron. <laughs> Mr. My power is plot armor. That's yeah. it. Yeah, I can't be hurt. And he kills Goro. Yeah. I know. Shang Tsung's right-hand man, the, the winner of multiple Mortal Kombat tournaments, is killed by a nobody. And, and before ha- the tournament. This I know. movie doesn't even have the tournament. It's a this movie is like the prologue before a tournament. I, which is ridiculous. Why did they even do that? Why can't I just have the tournament? I really didn't like this movie. It's, it really, yeah, there was a lot of obnoxious things about it. Again, Kano, though, was another standout. Kano's great. Kano Cabal was, was awesome. Cabal yeah. was funny. Uh, well, I'd say one of the biggest problems with this is they rush through so much because it's an hour and 45 and it goes by quick, but it's the same thing where they're trying to throw in so many characters. The mm. fatalities are cool. Yeah, uh, like there's cool parts of, of it. It's just Cole was unnecessary. Yeah. And they could have, you know, maybe, I don't know, like cut something out. It just feels like they, they tried to do too much and they did a lot of it wrong. I, t- I have long maintained that I understand their, their thing. Oh, you need a character, point of view character. That's what Johnny, but Johnny Cage was. Cage. Yeah. No, yeah. No, if you, if you don't, if you want to hold off on Johnny Cage, I fine. I, I think you should have had him. But if you don't, Sonya. Yeah. Sonya is right there discovering this whole thing yeah. herself. Yeah, she too. didn't have her powers. She yet. had no, no she she had no frame of that reference. That was also kind of dumb, but I went with it. Yeah. Well, powers. I thing. was really mad about that because you know people would argue like, well, they're more you can you, you should establish how the powers like no, they don't. This is Mortal Kombat. They We're just fighting have powers. There's a guy who throws a spear out of his palm. I don't yeah. even know how, why he does that. Mm-hmm. And they have this whole subplot which takes up time that I think they could have yeah. come out where everyone's powers are sort of activated by some sort of traumatic event. Uh-huh. Like Sonya's under like a statue or something. She's being crushed and Jax has like these stupid, like flimsy cyber arms. And all yeah, of a sudden his arms got ripped by Goro, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they ripped yeah. off by Goro. Mm-hmm. And then he lifts this thing up and all of a sudden his cyber arms become like fully, you know, like, like his Mortal Kombat 3 yeah, on they become like buffer. They bec- yeah, it's just, it's so like stupid. They were like janky, like <laughs> tin can arms yeah, at yeah. one point. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't mind that aspect of it so much because a lot of the times when you're playing fighting games, like, wait, how come they can throw a fireball? Yeah, I don't care really though. Think it about fun. it. I don't care that much about this aspect of the movie. I thought killing Goro was really bad. That was a really bad decision. Well, and some people say like, well, they killed Goro in the first one, but at least like the way Johnny Cage did it, he had no bones that he was going to be able to actually fight Goro, and he like he, he threw won- him off a cliff. Basically, yeah, he won by circumstance. Yeah, and, like, yeah. yeah, you know, <laughs> which is like okay, I can get that. Goro tripped over his own two feet and fell. Like okay, that's fine. But this guy straight up beat Goro to death, which yeah. is crazy. Guys, I have. I had this thought earlier today um, to make the second one the best Mortal Kombat movie ever, and it kind of mirrors Annihilation, yeah. where you just kill Cole. No, that's why I, oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> kill Cole immediately, and everybody cheers in the theater, yeah. and then they're sitting there ready for the rest of the and movie. Then Johnny yeah. Cage comes. Yeah, in I, told, I told my brother that, like after I saw this and announced too. I, that's exactly what I told my brothers. Like I hope they just kill Cole in the first in the second movie. I know they won't because yeah. they need that vehicle. And yeah. what's what, what's a bummer with this too is that uh, a lot of the guys like Joe Taslim who plays Sub Zero is so awesome. He was. Uh, he he's been in a lot of stuff too, but he's so awesome in it. And then so is the guy who plays um, Scorpion and Shang Tsung, yeah. and like they're all awesome. even Luke Kang is cool in it. And- My problem with movies like it, it look they do a lot of great things. Mm. It's just it has an awful script, awful story, and it's like you have these great sets, these great looking characters and everything, but you just totally blew it with the story. Like that's the most important part about Mortal Kombat and movies is you have a good story <laughs> and this is just awful. And that's a great segue too for these other movies because I think they're the same idea. Great sets, great look, great visuals. Great production. Bu- they're almost there. High budgets, but bad plots like, you know, for example, Uncharted, which is fine, but it's not 
great and you wanted it to be good. It has Tom Holland in it. Another another one where you didn't have to do anything because it's just another Indiana Jones movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they did too much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, you had, uh, uh, like I said, Monster Hunter came out, which is terrible. Um, and they had Mila Jovovich in it, didn't it? Yeah. It was another Paul W.S. Anderson flick. Mm-hmm. Kind of the same idea as Resident Evil. <laughs> um, you had Five Nights at Freddy's just recently came out. I, I haven't watched it. I heard it's okay. Um, and then the only one I'm going to touch on before we go to the last one is Werewolf Within, which I have not seen yet. Oh, I really want to see one too. It has the highest Metacritic score yeah. of any video game movie, um, which is like, it's like a 68%, which is, I mean, good, but like, that's yeah. kind of funny that I've, that's the highest. Yeah, one. but I think in general, like from what I've read and the no, consensus is like, it's better than that. It's only 68% on Metacritic. I don't know what that and means. And Super any. Mario Brothers is not Oh, well, I, I meant live action. Sorry. I, oh, okay. Yeah. And, gotcha. Uh, gotcha. Uh, I should say, of the ones we've talked about, let's yeah. <laughs> okay. to, to, to like kind of preface it a little bit, because I didn't want to spoil the last one, but that's okay. Um, but yeah, so go check that one out if you had I really want to watch it. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's on, on Hulu. It's on Hulu now. Yeah, I want to watch it, and I heard it's really good. I've, I, that's all I've heard is that it's it's really, really funny and really interesting and, and good. It's um, written and directed by this guy, Josh Rubin, who I've followed a lot on uh, College Humor and now Dropout. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. and so I was like, oh, this seems really interesting. I really like what he does on there. Yeah, it's an IFC flick, I think, yeah. so it's, it's, it's good. Yeah, and I've heard really good things, so I, I want to see that. We should check that out. But now, and then another one that came out around that time, like we established, most of us didn't like the Resident Evil movies because they were just so far from the game. Well, oh, yeah. Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City gets like a little bit of a kind of a ribbon like a great participation ribbon for yeah. like here you go <laughs> you, you tried really, you really tried <laughs> to stick with the uh the story and i admire that and appreciate it and this wasn't the worst movie i've ever seen but it was still not good but i just want to give it a little bit of a quick shout out for yeah. at yeah. least trying mm-hmm. <laughs> uh so we're gonna end with what i think is the high watermark of video game movies right the now new high watermark. the new high watermark mm-hmm. yeah i've said that a couple times but i think this one really has supplanted everything else as like this is what all video game movies should strive for and that's the super mario brothers movie released in t- uh, 2023 from my one and only true love, Princess Peach. Peach, you're so cool. And with my star, we're gonna rule. Peach, understand. I'm gonna love you till the very end. What did you guys think about this? We saw it together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> best, best ever. Like I, I loved it. This, this was, uh, I think, the overachieving movie because I, I was like, okay, I'm gonna be skeptical with everything that's happened. I mean, you just listed the entire history of video game movies, mm-hmm. and I was like. Okay, but I'll give it a shot. And then I was like, yes, pleasantly surprised. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's a little unfair to compare it to some of these other ones because it is a family, uh, family-centric family uh, computer-generated movie. So it's not live action, but it's outstanding. Because like, yeah. it does a really good job of, of putting you in their actual kingdom, unlike the one with Bob Hoskins where yeah. it's a yeah. weird 
dystopic future. Yeah. This is actually the Mushroom Kingdom. This this is the movie that we all wanted in 1993 yes. that yep. could have done. Exactly. And, and they it gave took me, them 30 years. Even this was animated and not computer graphics. Oh, absolutely. Like, it would have been fine back then if yep. it was animated. Yeah. But this is the movie we wanted 30 years ago. And they finally were like, oh, this is what we should have been doing all this whole time? It's so good. From start to finish, the voice a- acting is amazing with Chris Pratt, who people hated on for being Mario, yeah. was fine. Charlie Day was great as Luigi. Jack Black was amazing as King Koopa. Yeah. Um, and the storyline was really good and fun and wholesome. Yeah, it hit all the beats it needed to, and it knew what it was supposed to do, and it didn't try to overcomplicate things or try to reinvent the wheel. And, uh, you know, done by Illumination, um, who's a really big, like, I would say next to Disney right now is maybe probably uh, like the animation studio mm-hmm. to make movies for right now is them and Pixar by Pixar. Yeah, easily. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Those two are probably one A and one B. Um, again, made, this movie made a ton of money, a hundred million dollar budget, which is high for a, a animated film made over a billion dollars. No in, surprise. Which is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> over. A, it's so funny when you see like, Oh, 400, 200 million, 400 million for these. And then there's this one that made a billion <laughs> <laughs> with a B guys. That's crazy. Uh, and it's just good. It's just good from start to finish. It's, it's like I said, the best. Well, it's great. Cause it's, you know, at this point, you know, people our age grew up with Mario mm-hmm. and a lot of people our age have kids that are introducing this to, to Mario and are already introduced and this movie's great because it's going to satisfy the kids because it's Mario. And there's stuff that they tucked in, like all the Easter egg references that you know, people always will catch. They did everything right with this. Like It's, it's, it's such a, a simple kids movie, family movie, but it yeah. doesn't matter. That's all it needs to be. I, I just, uh, just last week, actually, I rewatched it um, with my parents. And even they got, they didn't get a lot of the newer stuff, like the Cat Mario and things. But oh, yeah. They still loved everything else that they knew about Mario. Yeah, and there's a lot, there's so many Easter eggs from start to finish yeah. in this movie. There's well, so hidden many. stuff, too. Like, there's stuff in the back when you wouldn't even notice. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you go online and on YouTube videos. It, it, there's a lot. I feel like when we were watching it together, all of we're us, like, oh, we were that. like, oh, oh that. yeah, yeah, the whole time. The whole time we're watching, just pointing things out, yeah. <laughs> Um, so that is kind of the end, uh, and we got some coming out. Like I said, Sonic Three is coming out. We got Borderlands, the movie coming out this year. Uh, <laughs> Minecraft, the movie was just announced. That's oh going to be coming why? out. Uh, Jack Black's in that too. Oh, yeah, interesting. Um, so we have a, a lot on the horizon. Um, so I got some kind of quick questions that we'll ask each other here to kind of kind of fit, finish off. So my first one is, uh, and this is, we, we do this quick because I think we talked about it a lot, which, what was the most disappointing of all of these video game movies? Um, Personally? Yeah, go ahead, Randy. Okay. Um, for you. For me, because like after being disappointed by Resident Evil and those series, finally there was a movie that came along that has a plot in the video game that can very, very easily be transferred to uh, film. And I saw it in theaters, and it was just kind of boring. And that, for me, it was Silent Hill. I mm. like I, it's not the worst movie on this list, and it's not even close. But the fact that it the plot itself should be so easy to transfer to a movie, oh yeah, it just kind of didn't hit the mark for me. And that's basically at the point where I was like, okay, I am done um, looking forward to video game movies. <laughs> I will just let them come as they may. <laughs> What about you, Donnie? Uh, I would say so. Originally, I would I, I I would almost say Mario three or excuse me Mario Brothers, the original one. Yeah. But I don't think I had. You didn't know what you didn't. I know. didn't know what I didn't know, yeah. right? But I would say like since you know I, what was I was I would have been like seventeen when Resident Evil came out. Uh. uh. For as excited as I was for that movie to come out and then to see it, and I was just so disappointed after. I like it, it just it didn't kill me. But I was like, God, like why? Like this was such an easy thing to do. Like how would you mess this up? Like there's yeah. Alice, there's AI, whatever. 
So I feel like that was the one where I, I, I got out of the scene. I was like, God, like, <laughs> I really wanted to like that. Yeah. How about you, Deuce? I think I have different levels of disappointment. Like, the Mario Brothers movie, I was disappointed, like I said, when I saw it advertised in the Nintendo Powers. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the hell are these Goombas? <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then when I did see it, eventually, I was already like a late teen, maybe early 20s. And I was like, okay, whatever. I know it was bad. Yeah. But it's enjoyable. And then I'm with Dawn on the Resident Evil one because I was a huge Resident Evil fan at that time. And then the other one I never saw, but I just heard about it and I thought it should have been better was Mortal Kombat Annihilation. It was like the sequel to what we already knew was good. That was so bad. And I was just disappointed that I didn't even want to see it. It was so bad. (laughs) Um, And mine is the new Mortal Kombat. Uh, Specifically because that first 15 minutes was so So badass. And you're like, this is going to be the coolest movie. They they nailed it. This is going to be awesome. You're right. And then it's just this like wet fart throughout the rest (laughs) of the movie. And it's just so bad. And I'm so disappointed. That's a good one, And yet I am as disappointed as that movie as as I was and am. I'm still really looking forward wanna, to that sequel. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, maybe they'll write the ship. I'm going to watch happens. it. That's the thing. I'm going to watch it regardless. Yeah, maybe it they'll just, ri- write the ship. Yeah, yeah, I just know what expectations they have now. It's like, thanks. Yeah. Cole's going to be in it. All right, well, it's going to be one out of 10 at, at the, to start with. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> to start with. Uh, and then kind of the flip of the script here. What's What one exceeded expectations? And we'll go Deuce first if you have one. Uh, the Mario Brothers movie. Yeah, the newest, the newest one. one. Yeah. yeah oh, no. And actually, Sonic. Oh, because that I think was, that, was, that was the return. Like, we had been trudging through all these ones yeah. and then sonic was like finally something and is right. because it started so badly too yeah, yeah like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have to say sonic because that was the same thing where i had been paying attention to its pre-release and i saw the controversy with the, the design and then when i finally got to see it, i was like oh my god this movie it's it's freaking great it's yeah. a great movie so yeah uh that one definitely was one that i did not expect to like Yep. How about you, Ryan? All right. Thank you, Don. We could be brief. Everything he said. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm For the it. same reasons. Yeah. I'm going to say the same thing. Sonic, it's so funny that that thing, was, that first Sonic was so bad that they put it in that Re- Rescue Rangers movie yes, as a. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> as Ugly Sonic. Yeah. Which is so good. He was going to Comic Cons and yeah. stuff. Yeah. 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 So I'm going to be back on top, guys. Don't yeah. worry. Uh, okay. So <laughs> yeah. I love that. All right. Um, Next uh, question for you guys. Is there a game, past or present, that you would like to see turned into a movie that has not been made into a movie yet? Any video games? Uh, I don't want to say a movie, but I would really, really love Metal Gear Solid as a TV show. Mm. That's, yeah. Metal Gear Solid would have always been my answer, but I realized as prestige TV and streaming comes along that this would be such a, a much better TV show. Yeah. But movie, I would say, uh, I'll say Mass Effect. I think that could be a really great movie. Mm-hmm. Which also, I think, would be a better TV show. That's true, too. <laughs> yeah. Either one. But I say, of those two, like it could work as a movie, but yeah, I would absolutely prefer it's, it's a TV show. It's supposed to be a TV show. It is. Yeah. That's fair. And, and I'm wondering, like, I, we're talking about on the way here, what's going on with that, Amazon? You have the rights for it. Uh, are we getting any news on that? Any traction? <laughs> any movement? Uh, what about you, dude? Or, sorry, uh, Randy? Oh, for me, like uh, it's hard not to give my whole pitch for the movie, but I, I won't. Maybe another time, <laughs> listeners, if you want to hear why I think that Rocket League should be oh, the wow. next yeah. movie video game. You, what you kind like, of movie would it be? Hmm? What kind of movie? Yeah, it's going to be a uh, it's going to be a for all ages fun future sport type movie, like a rollerball. Like exactly, yeah. like a rollerball or a death race, but not as violent. Yeah. Like I said, in my initial pitch, I'll just keep it really brief. It would be like a stunt car driver gets, you know, he has this awesome thing to open the movie. He gets fired for taking things too far, but he's invited to this like really strange thing. He doesn't know what's going on, but he gets there kind of in the middle of nowhere and is just seeing like all these super rocket cars 
and they're basically all the pilots or all the drivers are like astronauts. They're Air Force pilots, Navy pilots, and then he's a stunt driver. Played by Aaron Paul. No, <laughs> no, what was it? Who you said the other day? Was it Ryan Reynolds? Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds like, yeah. yeah, I was like, I could see that, or it could be, a, it could be like Ryan Gosling, who's yeah. just trying to get back that drive mojo. Yeah, but like that's kind of what I want to see. I want to see them. He's already playing like, a stuntman, learning fall guy. Yeah, <laughs> learning, learning the the new rocket cars and what they do, and getting like sick to their stomach because of yeah. you know getting launched into the air. Yeah. yeah, and then you know you have like a nice little time jump, maybe like a year or two. When now Rocket League is like the biggest sensation around the globe. Yeah, I like that. And I, I would love to see this movie. I love that. Uh, mine is, I think, is it Onimusha? Is that the name of it? The- oh, yes. oh, oh, yeah. Which is like Resident Medieval, basically. Uh, it's, that- it's like Fuel Japan Resident Evil. Yeah, so I would love that as a movie. And they, I mean, the third one with Jean Reno is almost it's a movie. It's practically a movie. Yeah, it's yeah, practically it's a, a great movie. series. So, All three of those could be an individual movie. Yeah, so I would love to see that as a movie. Those are just great games. I love those games. I don't know why they don't make any more of them. They're I, so good. I kind of considered, four, no one liked 47 Ronin, but that was kind of like my Onimusha in a way. Yeah, kind of. But, but I really idea. liked it. I know everyone hated it. Yeah, uh, Deuce? I would say this might be a good TV movie, but I, I want to see it in theaters too. Uh, Alan Wake. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. 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 That'd be yeah. That would be a good series, I think, like HBO series, like True Detective. But I think it also mm-hmm. could work very well as a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, I mean, the game, the first game, already does play mm-hmm. out like one. All right, and then like we would see a lot in our childhood in the <laughs> '90s, every movie that seemed to be made in the '90s was turned into a video game. We had Cliffhanger, we had Terminator, we had any action Jaws, movies, Jurassic Park, yeah, you know, all of them. We had turned TV in. shows like Home Improvement, yeah, Gilligan's Island. We did. No, <laughs> seriously, anything. Adam's Wayne's Family, <laughs> yeah. What movie that's out now would you like to see turned into a video game that has not been turned into a video game yet? That's out now, or, or you mean like released, like released, a movie? not like came out today, yeah. but I mean oh, like is out that has been not out. been turned into a video game that you'd like to see turned into a video game. So one for me, uh, just to kind of kick things off, is John Wick. I think yeah. turning that into I a video that. game series would mm-hmm. be really, really cool. It already has like video game components really yeah, easily built in. Yeah, it could be like in. a Max Payne type game. Exactly. For so, sure. yeah. So, I, I'm going to say that. John Wick. Which, Max Payne, we didn't even mention that. Yeah, that was right. a terrible <laughs> movie, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it the theater, too. And it's mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's and, we're, and we're good, yeah. <laughs> All That's right. You you covered that. Max Payne. Yeah. <laughs> any, any movie you get For me? Oh, well, like, you know, to keep that same sort of John Wick vibes, it's a movie that I only saw just a few weeks ago for the first time. But dread. Mm. If you mm. have not seen this movie, it is a video game essentially. The whole premise is he's, you know, Judge Dread is on essentially training day with some with some girl who has psychic abilities. Uh, if, oh, yeah. As long as she touches them, she has like kind of psychic. She can get in their mind and all wow, that. That would work out. Crazy and game. they they go to investigate a triple homicide at the Peachtree Towers, which is. Um, just this huge building, massive skyscraper. They're, they're all. This is all in like mega cities that they're like the size of like a state that is pretty much the home of most of the population in the country. And so everything's really dystopian. If you know Judge Dredd's the judge, jury, and executioner, you know he sees you as a vagrant on the street. He immediately arrests you and gives you your crime. And if it's something that it's a capital punishment, he will just kill you, and that is that. So they go to the 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 towers. And they're investigating this crime, and they realize that it's basically this one boss of this crime gang that's at the top, who's played by um, the lady who plays Cersei Lannister. And um, then the the towers lock down, and here you here you go. He's going up every single uh, yeah. every single story of that building, just cutting his way through. 
it feels very much like the Die Hard video game mm-hmm. uh, oh, on the Die Hard trilogy. trilogy. Yeah, it, it's like that. It's got Major of the Raid vibes. Mm-hmm. Like the it same it does. The Raid. And it just it very it feels very video gameish already. I would love to play it. Yeah. All right, Deuce. Oh, um, if not if not John Wick because you said that one, uh, I dial it back a little. Because I think we said this way back when we saw it, but The Protector. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was... When it we was were watching, a video game. <laughs> that was level by level. There was a boss after every fight. I was beat him up. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. 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 Uh, I'm going to say, quite simply, uh, Edge of Tomorrow, Live, Die, Repeat. I yeah. I think that could be a really fun game with that's the time manipulation tactics. That's yeah. basically Sands of Time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... Kind of that's that's gonna wrap up our questions for today. We do have one last thing to do. And that's to say what we believe are the top five best video games uh, ever made. Um, video so, game movies. Uh, video game movies. Yeah, <laughs> video games would be really funny. Uh, top five would be impossible. Uh, but anyway, top five video game movies. And Luna really wants to say her top five too. Um, so Secret Life of Pets. Yeah, and uh, you know we'll go. We'll just go with the the guest today first to start off. What what is your top five? So my number five is uh, Mortal Kombat Legends Scorpion's Revenge mm. uh, because it's, I mean, it's the animated version of what you want to see from Mortal Kombat and it's the retelling of the first game, mm-hmm. which they've done so many times. Uh, my number four is uh, Resident Evil Degeneration. It was the CG movie. Oh, uh, yeah. And yeah. It, it reunites Leon and Claire and it it could be... Uh, part of the timeline, the video game timeline, or it could be a standalone. Either way, it's really well done. And then uh, my number three is actually Detective Pikachu. We talked about earlier. Nice, yeah. I was pleasantly surprised about that. I was like, good job. We're on the right foot. Uh, number two is Sonic 2, but also Sonic, just both of them. <laughs> and number one is definitely the new Mario Brothers movie. Nice. That's awesome. All right, uh, Donnie. My number five is uh, we're going to start with Silent Hill. Uh, I enjoyed that movie despite its faults. Uh, I think it's it's pretty cool. It has a lot of awesome effects. Pretty enjoyable movie. Uh, number four is going to be uh, Sonic 2. And then number three is Super Mario Brothers, the movie, the new one. Not although I would technically say both of them because I do love both, <laughs> yeah. but technically it'll be the one's newest one. One's better than the other. Yeah, one's <laughs> yeah. definitely better than the other. Uh, number two is Mortal Kombat, the 1995 one, not the abomination that's 2021. <laughs> and my number one, Street Fighter, the movie. Nice. I love this freaking movie. I even have, as you can see, a Prince of Bison's painting. I'm dead. On my that wall. movie's coming movie. nowhere near my top. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> it's not it. good. But I love everything about it. It's awful. All right, and staying on that with my number five, it is so bad that it's good. It's my favorite. So bad it's good. We're talking about Street Fighter. The movie. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Best performance in a bad movie. Hilarious Jean Claude Van Damme and just amazing Raw Julia. Just it's nonsense. hard to not enjoy parts of it even though you know this is a terrible movie mm-hmm. all right going on to number four i can't decide between them it's sonic and sonic 2 <laughs> yeah they're, they're they're very interchangeable i think that if the the wedding sequence in two was a little more trimmed up and it didn't dominate yeah that much of the movie that it did mm-hmm. it would probably definitely be that on there you could just watch them back to back yeah yeah they're yeah, all, yeah they're, they're, all they're really story. really really good i i love i love ben uh Schwartzman. is that his name yeah yeah, Schwartz, As, yeah. yeah i like him and just about everything parks and rec yeah he's great redfield yeah mm-hmm. great voice actor number three we got the super mario brothers movie the the newer one not the original <laughs> one um you know it's it's a 
it's made for a whole family and it's CG, so it doesn't have the same traps as a lot of these other live action movies, but it's high quality. Number two, we did not talk about it. I don't know if it was released in America. It was. It was? Mm -hmm. All right. It hit the theaters. Street Fighter 2, mm. the movie. Yeah, that one's a big one. Which awesome. is awesome. This is, you know, animated, 2D animation, and it's just, it's an excellent telling of the Street Fighter story. And number one, despite its flaws, it still has a special part place in my heart. It's Mortal Kombat from 1995. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, so my number five is, um, my being Mike, if you don't know, uh, my number five is Prince of Persia, Sands of Time, which I watched last oh, night. Oh, wow. You put that on the rail. Yeah, 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 yeah. In there After I watched second. it. Yep, oh, exactly. I, I started thinking, I, I had like eight different movies going in my number five, but that <laughs> one, uh, I just liked big budget, cool stuff. I wish they did more with it. I wish there was, but the actual Prince of Persia stuff was really good, well done. Um, number four, Street Fighter Two, the movie. The anime was animation was great. Uh, I love the uh, the storyline was really cool. It's definitely worth checking out if we if you haven't seen it before. Uh, number three is Sonic Sonic Two. Um, I probably pick Sonic Two over Sonic, but very close. They're both the things that are bad about Sonic Two are better in Sonic One. You know, like the live action's better, but the animation is better in Sonic Two. And I they're guess. not bad. No, they're both. No, good. It, they're it's very just close. like they're made yeah, for kids. So you're, you're, you're knitting picks. Yeah, like. <laughs> yeah, and the um, picking knits. There you go. Uh, and the <laughs> and the the story is for kids, so I can't like be too mad when it's like silly stuff. In it because it's like it's for a child. Uh, number two, Mario Brothers, the new one. It's amazing. Check it out. Everything they said is true. My number one is the same as Randy's Mortal Kombat from 1995. Uh, such a cultural touchstone for me as a kid. Uh, I remember loving it. I remember like going out there pretending to be Liu Kang and Sub Zero <laughs> when I was yeah. a kid, and the song and uh, all the music, the CDs everywhere. It just it was a big part of my life. And so number one would be Mortal Kombat. Um, all right, so that is our top fives, our respected top fives. We have a lot of in common, which is really cool. Is there any last parting words you guys want to say about video game movies um, before we wrap it up? Anything you guys want to say? No. I, I just hope they they continue to put thought behind these scripts because we're, we're in a good the best place. ones are the ones that actually put I think, support some effort. I think uh, somebody mentioned it briefly earlier, but like the directors and the writers are all like us. Mm -hmm. They grew up with these, so now they're going to finally show them mm -hmm. love. Yep, I'm with you guys. And Mario shows them that they can be successful. They just stick to a formula that works. Don't try to reinvent the wheel. Don't try to do dumb things. And these things are good on their own. Like, you don't need to make its own mythos. Exactly. Like, yeah. A billion dollars is insane. Yeah. You know, that's the first... <laughs> after 30 years of awful game movies, a it took 30 dollars. years to get a big one like that? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. All right, well, let us know what your favorite video game movie is, either on our Instagram page at HVG, uh, yeah, HVG, eh, HVG Podcast or on our Gmail at HVGpod at gmail.com. Uh, we're also on threads, but let us know. What's your favorite? Drop us a comment. Leave us a message. And any parting words before we move on, guys? Well, just uh, thanks for having me. Oh, and thanks for being here, bud. <laughs> I almost much. didn't didn't send and you off. Couldn't Don, do this. We could not do this category without you. Exactly. Yeah, you have to be here. And that's why Don and I would like to invite you on yes. to Legion Gaming for one of our topics being movie video games. Oh, <laughs> there's a lot of good ones to choose <laughs> yeah. from, and a lot based of bad on ones. Movies. Are we doing a top five again? <laughs> no, well, maybe. I think it's gonna be like a general discussion, really, yeah, because there's like a few standouts and there's a lot of not great oh, ones. Yeah, ET yeah. e. for Atari. <laughs> That's, That's a good a starting point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So thank you for being here. Uh, Thanks, as for me, final words, Hollywood executives, if you're listening. I am listening to offers about my Rocket League pitch, <laughs> so just please don't 
steal it because I haven't trademarked it yet. So just, uh, just I'm sure you're hearing it now. I'm Trademark sure. now. Find me in that that uh, that email that Mike's gonna tell us about again, and hopefully not screw up. H U V. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> You'll get anything. It's uh, a bust. All righty, guys. The Hollywood Video Guys are out.